The following program is paid for by Influencer 365. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or the Beasley Media Group. It's Wednesday! It's Wednesday! It may not mean nothing to y'all, but understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on Tired today, so you know. You always tired. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you are going to be in the mall. It's selling not no more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we are back right here on the number one rated business show, right here on Real 1100 AM, iHeartRadio, taking in all over the world. Thank y'all so much for joining us right here at the 10 o'clock hour. It is time to get our Wealth Wednesday workout. Yes, time to Start. get wealthy. And I got the money man in the house today. Yes. The one and only money man Can in the I house say today. It? Can I say it? What's that? Show me the money! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for joining us right here on iHeartRadio. Uh, Real 1100 AM, checking in all over the world once again. Oh, man, I'm so excited. I, I'm, I, I can't wait to get into the show today, brother, because we're going to learn some wealth tips. We're going to learn how to get some money. We're going to learn how to get finance. That's I'm, right. It's going to be an awesome show for everybody out there today. It's always good when you learn how to get some money. <laughs> well, real quick, let's go ahead and get these announcements out of the way. If you're out in the Smyrna area, mm-hmm. I want you to go visit my good friends over at Titans Fitness. They're a world-class training facility, fitness programs, nutrition programs, and a brand new wellness and vitality center. That's right. Get your chemistry right. Mm-hmm. Get your mind right. Get your body right. Get your body right. They told me to go get McDonald's this morning. <sighs> nah, they didn't really. I don't know who your <laughs> trainer is, brother. We're going we, we to have a conversation with you. We're going to go to Google and leave some comments. Uh. <laughs> But you can go visit them at 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard, Southeast Smyrna, Georgia, just past the McDonald's. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Make sure you don't stop. You can also visit them online at titans.net. And for everybody that wants to stay looking good, stay looking fly, stay on top of their game. Yes. Need a haircut like myself. Mm Mm-hmm. I want you to go visit my favorite barber at Studio 1211. Uh, You can call and schedule an appointment at 770-485. 6772, or you can visit them right there at 6405 Fairburn Road, right there in the beautiful Douglasville, Georgia. Ask for Big Melly Mel. <laughs> it is summertime coming up. Almost. Almost, but in, today it didn't feel we like We got it. a little happy. Yeah, today nice it didn't feel like summertime. But that's all right. If you are looking to build your own brand, if mm-hmm. you're ready to get some t-shirts out there, maybe you want to stay in the hoodie game. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. But for the best printing in garments today, Mm-hmm. I want you to visit my friends Titans Prints and Promotions. You can call them at 770-870-8806. Our factory is located right there in beautiful Hiram, Georgia. That's what's up. Oh. And for my shout-out today, I got to send a shout-out today, man. Who you shouting out? I got to send out a, a shout-out to the Hiram High Symphonic Band. Oh. They showed out last night in their first performance. I am so proud of my beautiful, beautiful little Jasmine Pride. She did a wonderful job on her tenor saxophone. Ah, uh, I mean they, they sound awesome, man. <laughs> well, that's cool. You know you know they good when they start to play softly and it sound right. You know what I'm saying? Did you she video said, it? Oh yeah, I got video and everything. Y'all check it out right Facebook. Please send a few likes, few words of encouragement to my beautiful, beautiful 14 year old. Oh man, I'm getting old. That's good. Yeah, man. But you know, 14, bro. They say you're as old as you feel, but I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you feel old. I know. Today I'm kind of feeling it, but that's all right. 
Uh, for anybody out there that's still in need of COVID testing, uh, mobile COVID testing, I want y'all to visit my friends at westparkwellness.com. Uh, they're still providing testing to businesses, events, schools, restaurants, churches, gyms, weddings, funerals, concerts, barbershops, and hair salons, only a five-person minimum. Yep. And they will donate $2 a week to your favorite nonprofit. So if you got a little one rated business show, however you want to do it. Yeah, if you got a little cough, you need to go over there and get checked. Now, if you're shivering in the corner, it might be a little bit too late. I'm trying to tell you, bro. If you're running a fever, go to the hospital. Please <laughs> do not go for the test. Uh, also, they offer their rapid test, non-invasive, and that's the saliva PCR test. That's the one you like, Jeff. That's the one I like. I don't like them going up my nose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Results in 24 to 48 hours. Uh, they can schedule you anywhere between Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. 8 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 5. Working 9 to 5. <laughs> and, for <laughs> and for our marketing minute for today. What is our marketing minute? We still building We upon. still building upon finding your audience. The marketing minute for today is still finding the right audience. So I'm going to give you a resource today. All right. So we talked about going to your existing customer base, finding out who they are. We talked about going online to social media, finding out who they are and what they're talking about, their needs. Now you can go to a resource called audience.com. Wow. And it's audience with an S-E, but audience.com. Was it A-U-D-I-E-N-S-E.com? Wow. Okay. You know I had to look up in there because I couldn't spell. But <laughs> anyway, audience.com, you put in your, you upload your contacts, and it'll tell you not only their demographics, it'll tell you also who influences them, what magazines they read, wow. what television shows they look at. Okay. It tells you all of that. Now, we can talk about how to use that to market later. That'll probably be next week or the week after. But... You can find out a bunch about your audience just going to audience.com. Wow. Now, is this a, a free service that anybody can kind of take advantage of? <laughs> no, or it's not it, free, bro. I was going to say, it ain't no way in the world it that's going to be free, free bro. bro. But I'm going to tell you this, though. If you're trying to grow your business, sometimes you got to take the take the non-free routes. That's true. Now, and I gave you, you two freeways Monday and Tuesday. Now, it's time to pay up. No, you definitely, you definitely, definitely got to invest in your business these days. Yeah. Because if you're not going to invest in it, guess what? No, ain't nobody, nobody else, else going to. Yeah. I got a good friend, one of my uh, good friends and coaches, uh, Ms. Renzi Richardson. One of her favorite things is she said, your first investment, investors is your customers. Mm. So instead of trying to go get that investment sometime, you might need to go try to find you some customers. That's and true. if you're doing what I asked you to, if everybody's still committed, we're going to make that one phone call today. Remember? One phone call today, I don't care if it's a cold call, if it's a warm lead, just make that one call today because I promise you by the end of the week, we're going to get you a customer. Who you going to call? Hopefully some customers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, turning uh, our focus to the Georgia Minority Business Awards. The Georgia Minority Business Awards are uh, returning this year. Uh, we, we had a few little issues with COVID and all this type of stuff, but it can't hold us down. It's all right. Uh but we will be returning this year, uh, March okay, 17th at 6 p.m. I want everybody week. to join us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming up on us very, 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 very quickly. But I want everybody to join us right there at the Georgia International Convention Center. Uh, we're going to have a great time, as always. It's going to be great, great networking. And I even got an award recipient in the house with us today. Ah, who we got in the house? <sighs> he is known all over Atlanta. Matter of fact, before we do this, let's go to the phone real quick. 
And let's talk to the actual founder of the Georgia Minority Business Award, Mr. Creed Pinnell Jr. You there with us? He got us on hold. Creed put us on hold, brother. That's what happens when you're busy like that. Hopefully he'll join the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the Georgia Minority Business Awards was founded to, to really celebrate a lot of people, and not just in the black culture anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a, a multicultural event, a multicultural celebration where we uh, celebrate minorities in all different fields. We got people in the Asian community, we got people in the Latino community, and a lot of folks in the black community uh, that we are celebrating this year right here at the Georgia Minority Business Awards. Creed, you there with us? All right. You put us on mute. Mr. Pinnell. <laughs> all right, we're going to be all right, though. Uh, but... In studio with us today, he is known all over Atlanta mm -hmm. uh, as the money man. Billions of dollars that he has funded throughout his career, helping wow. businesses get started right there at Invest Atlanta. And the recipient of the Georgia Minority Business Award, Mr. Lonnie Sabor. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. I, I hate to push that over there. I, <laughs> I want one for myself. <laughs> Oh, this, yeah, is, this, nice. is, this is this is great. This is great. I mean, I really want to uh, thank Creed and the organization for actually recognizing um, uh, my years of experience working with all kind of types of businesses, especially African-American businesses in the, in the great city of Atlanta. And I look forward to kind of continuing that at least through this through this year in terms of working directly with Invest Atlanta. And, 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 and those people who are listening to this this broadcast today, just in terms of knowing about the different types of financing that's available I don't know if Ken wants me to go into that right now. No, oh, yeah. I can, you know, but, uh, but you know, I think one, one of the things that, one, one of the great things about the city of Atlanta, um, going back to Maynard Jackson as a mayor uh, back in the, in the 70s, was that uh, equity, which is the key term now around the country, oh, yeah. uh, was always, a, always at the foundation of uh, Maynard Jackson's administration. And I was blessed to be involved with that back starting back in 1979. Wow. Uh, when I was brought on uh, as an economic development professional for the Atlanta Economic Development Corporation, which is now known as Invest Atlanta. And from that whole connection experience with him and, 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 and seeing the need to be able to make a difference, it allowed me to be able to, over the years, to create uh, probably over 15 different loan programs for businesses in the city of Atlanta over the years, mm -hmm. uh, leveraging really over half a billion dollars in public and private sector financing, and really being able to make a difference in terms of uh, uh, making the, the table more equitable in terms of uh, other people and everybody having an opportunity to be successful in business okay. uh, in Atlanta. Man, that is yeah. wonderful. I mean, since 79, you've been since 79. In years, the brother. game. Going on 43 years. 43 in June. Wow. Wow. Seemed Man. Like, seemed like a long time. Now, now, now let, let's get into this a little bit because you you funded all kind of businesses and created all kind of different. Uh, like this man actually created financial plans, like uh, stuff for for some of the street vendors out there, the people that's yes. pushing the hot dog mm -hmm, carts, mm -hmm. able to help these people get funding for their business so they can upgrade some of these carts and give you even better services out here on the street. Talk about some of the businesses that you've been able to fund over your career. Well, some of you might might be familiar with. I'd say this is a restaurant. I find I financed the first. This is a restaurant actually back in the eighties okay. uh, with Bush Anthony, and and he's gone on to do some great marvelous things. Right now, he's got uh, 
several locations uh, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also has a base of at one expand outside of uh, the Atlanta base as well. But he has a very unique, uh, ex- I guess, profile. His mm-hmm. profile is not just having this is the restaurants established and located in different areas, but going in and actually purchasing those strip centers. Okay. Uh, so he's got revenue coming in not only from the this is it restaurants, but also from uh, rental income coming in from development properties wow. in, in different locations. You know, so uh, that's that's a testimony to him and what he's been able to do over over over, over the years. Uh, uh, Willie Watkins mm-hmm. funeral home. I financed him about oh, wow. eight, four times. You know, over the years, and he's been very successful. And 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 is uh, I told I, I told Willie I said Willie that that that's that's really. The phrase you're about to say, I said, I said that, that that's got to be a funeral home kind of kind of thing going on with you seeing that face. But his his motto is, <laughs> "We're the last one to let you down." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first heard that, I said, I said "Wow, man!" And I said, "It's true," but I said, "But wow." <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we finally was uh, able to get Mr. Pinnell back. I, I hope I hope they're the last ones and nobody lift you up. Hey, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we was able to get Mr. Pinnell back on the line with us. Uh, Mr. Pinnell, are you there, sir? Working on it, working on it. <laughs> there he is, the, the, the only, the one and only publisher of the Atlanta Business Journal and founder of the Georgia Minority Business Awards, Mr. Creed Pinnell, Jr. There you go. You hit that junior right on the nose. <laughs> so, so we got uh, in studio with us today, we got, we got the award recipient himself. Uh, Mr. Lonnie Sabor is in the house with us today. I, I was listening to all the people that he's funded and over the years, and they have all been successful. And uh, so I admire what he's been doing, and that's why I always reached out to him. To, to That's why I wanted him to receive the award when, when, when we were doing this. Okay. So, um, my, my hat's off to you, my man. <laughs> he's just getting his <laughs> headphones off so yeah. now he can hear you good. Yeah, thank you. I definitely appreciate that. You know, and uh, it's, it's just an honor to receive this great award from your, your organization because your, your organization has been so so powerful and meaningful over the years and, and addressing and looking at, to be able to identify uh, various people throughout the community who have been uh, dealing with economic development, dealing with uh, uh, the growth of our community, you know, and, 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 and just to be able to be recognized by this organization is, is, is a great accomplishment for anyone, anyone who receives an award from you. And I definitely appreciate that again. I appreciate you as well. You know, and uh, over the years, you know, and I've been doing this for 23 years, so I've been able to recognize, like you say, people that have never been recognized before. And they go unnoticed. They do. They have so many accomplishments during their lifetime, but they're never recognized for it. And, mm-hmm. and, and this is one of the things that I wanted to do, and I saw it one day in my Spirit at three in the morning. <laughs> so those ideas come to you at three in the morning, the good ones. <laughs> uh, amen, amen to that, Free. <laughs> now, now oh, yeah. if you wouldn't mind, just give us just a little bit of background on the Georgia Minority Business Awards. Why did you found this award show? Well, I, I did it because, that, like I said, people are never recognized. And then we started with three people, you know, um, that we recognized in the first year that I did this thing. And I wanted to test the, the market, test the people. And uh, so uh, just like Butch with the, uh, the you know, very successful restaurant chain, uh, with This Is It, he was one of my first recipients. 
and then uh, you you know then from there you know having uh, uh, the gentleman from uh, Essence Magazine to come down to present the be my keynote speaker. I wanted a keynote speaker to have relevance in terms of what people go through from a minority perspective and understanding what it takes to get to the next level. And people don't address that. You know, they just go right along with everything else and just go to work every day and pay their dues, but they're never recognized. And this gives me a chance to recognize individuals. Now we have to 12 awards. Wow. So, yeah, so the 12 awards, uh, you know, and so when you have awards like the Healthcare Industry Award, you know, I've been able to recognize CEOs from all the hospitals, and just like this year we're doing with St. Jude's Hospital. And see, you, you, you're, you're in a room where people are never side by side with these individuals. Oh, yeah. I tell folks and all then, the time, it is a power networking event like you would not believe. Right. And, and see, it takes me about a year to find these individuals. It's not something that people come across and say, okay, give this award for this. But it has to be a reason, you know, an understanding of why a person receives the award. Because of what they've done and what they've contributed to the city of Atlanta and the, the state of Georgia over the years. So from that perspective, that's just like when I was talking about you, Mr. Sabor, you know, and what you've done and what you've, contri- what you've given back to the community, people don't understand what you've done. And this is how we are able to, to, to recognize those contributions and then put them on stage and have, you know, it, the, the, the event has grown. You know, we do videos now on every winter and all that kind of stuff to give them a real classy idea of what they represent. Oh, yeah. So so from there, you know, you're able to uh, uh, develop it. You, you can take it into so many directions. And we've had opportunities because they're not, they're, there's nothing like this nationally. And because there's nothing like it nationally, we've been asked for a number of years to, to take it on a national basis. But we have a lot to do here in Georgia. And Georgia is the number one city. I mean, Atlanta is the number one city, and Georgia is the number one state that can recognize minority businesses for what they contribute. Contribute. Oh, yeah. yeah. And from there, you know, it's, it's multicultural now. You know, we have the Vietnamese. We have the Taiwanese. We have the Chinese. We have the Korean. We have the Mexicans. We have it's a full slate of multicultural nationalities and cultures. Oh yeah, being recognized and see where else can you go find that? You know, to be able to work together with each other to take it to the next level. Well, I definitely appreciate you calling into the show, and I definitely appreciate you giving us a little history on the Georgia Minority ba- uh, Business Awards. And I know that you wanted to be able to congratulate Mr. Sabor himself. So thank you, uh, you? so much. And I'll definitely be uh, give me a call once we get off air today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, brother. Thank Ron, you so much. Talk to you later. Congratulations. All right. Thanks again, Creed. Okay. Now, turn the conversation. Uh, Forty-three years of service, funding businesses. You you've seen just all kind of models and all different type of things start. 
What are some 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 keys over your career that you've seen that that successful businesses all kind of share? What are, what are some of those common themes that you see out of successful businesses? Well, I guess I, I would say this: most successful businesses, if not all of them, uh, follow this creed, and they say if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Wow. Mm-hmm. And give an example of that, uh, bringing up the date, is that, you know, we just, we just uh, launched a new grant program at Invest Atlanta, Renaissance 2, and it's all about, uh, it's, it's $10.4 million available for businesses in the city of Atlanta. Some home base, nonprofits, regular business people can qualify for it, and it's a reimbursable grant. Wow. Uh, which, which means that uh, expenses that you incurred to qualify from back in March of 2021 through February of 2022 are eligible expenditures uh, for you to be reimbursed for. Wow. For $40,000. Okay, now the key to it, of course, is you have to have a City of Atlanta business license. And so that has to be, that's the foundation of it because the money is coming from the City of Atlanta. And this is part of the, Money, money we basically received through the Biden administration. Uh, that uh, 1.9 trillion dollars was made available uh, na- nationally. Mm-hmm. City of Atlanta got 78 million dollars, and they gave us uh, money uh, to set this what this program up. In addition to other programs that we have available too, that's considered to be on, on a grant kind of level, uh, free technical assistance, and all of that is, is is part of what you can get right now uh, through Invest Atlanta. But I would encourage everybody that's listening to this uh, conversation today uh, to go out to our website, www.investatlanta.com. When you go to that page, you'll see over to the right all the information that's necessary for you to get online and start downloading the information because it it, it opened up March 1st. Uh, And so I know we've got a lot of people who've gone to the site, but the, the key is this, everybody. So the key is that once you go to the site and start downloading everything, you have to get, reach a level where you'll be able to, to push the submit button. Mm, uh, wow. The first day, mm. for example, we had 860-some-odd people to actually go to the site, and only about 49 applications were submitted. So wow, that tells really? us that tells us a lot. It tells mm. us that uh, a lot of people don't stay ready, so now they got to get ready. Okay, wow. and, and so uh, a lot of those people, not, they're going to lose out on opportunities to be able to move forward with the program because of that. So uh, that's why I, w- I want to encourage everybody to go do that, uh, uh, get your information together, and it tells you step-by-step step what you need to do and what's qualified and what's, what you're eligible for and that sort of thing. But I always make, make the most important thing that you have to have a city and land of business license for 2022. Okay. So but you, you, if you, you don't have it now, you go ahead and get that. Start getting your stuff together. Uh, apply for your license today, you know, and and to start to start the process uh, going on, so that uh, you will have time to kind of get that license. Now, now that that really goes back to a lot of what we've been talking about here lately, though, because you know, making sure that you got those proper things in 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 play, making sure that you got a good business plan, making sure that you right. got your credit mm-hmm. credit score <clears throat> looking at, making sure you got the proper licenses, and all these different things that we we always constantly harp on people about when they start in businesses and that type of thing, making sure your paperwork is in order so when opportunities like this do come about, then you actually got a chance of getting them. Yeah, so when, when the pandemic first hit, that there were like, matter of fact, uh, I won't mention the client's name, but this, this is one of my clients that uh, this, this, this works with H&R Block. And for years, she had been telling the people to go ahead and get their information together, you know, 
get to file the tax returns and that kind of thing. But everybody said, well, you know, I don't know. I want to file no tax returns. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. And so when the pandemic hit, the number one thing you had to do to get those stimulus checks was file your tax return. Oh yeah. So she was she was she was bombarded so it's a true story. She was bombarded so much she told me that she became the number one agent for H and R block in the nation. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, right. Located she's located on, on off of Calendar Road. But the thing is that, you know, it's like I said wow I said wild myself. I said wild to that. Because I mean <laughs> that 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 is that is fantastic. But it also shows you the fact that people uh didn't stay ready and they had to get ready. That's and true, they, yeah. had, they had to go and try to do what they can do to kind of get everything in to get that money because they knew now that they can get this, quote, unquote, free money from the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't have your act together, you're not going to be able to get anything like that. That's true because a lot of times we miss out on those opportunities because your paperwork ain't ready. That's yeah. like for real. And then when sure. you're trying to do it all the night before, it's like, oh, my goodness, I got to file all this stuff. I got to make sure I got all this stuff. I need to write this long plan. It's not going to happen. You're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. So, so I, I, I think that's one of, one of the main one of the main things is that you know get, getting ready, uh, just like Kevin said too. That hey, you got to do what you know you need to do. And there's so much help out here right now. It's unbelievable in terms of the systems you can get right now to, to elevate your business to another level. We're going to come right back, right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, checking in all over the world. I'm your host, KC Pride. And I'm Mr. Marketology. And we'll be back right after this. Solutions love what's on by Trying to block my shine just ain't gonna happen So don't try Every time I get on this microphone I like to spit and get hit up At Align for Life We work with attorneys across the entire metro area We are a portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 or visit us at yourfinespine.com. Transportation is provided via Uber, and we are open late so your clients can come in after work. Auto accidents, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! It's a touchdown! Entertainment? Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows? Well, isn't that special? All on one app? Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. Star KC and Mr. Marketology invite everybody to join us at our brand new town for the number one rated morning show at 10 a.m. in the morning. Live on the real 1100 a.m. and iHeartRadio all over the world. And that's Monday through Friday. Woo! Woo! 
Hi, this is Nisi Cooper with the number one party bus company in the city, GoGo Party Bus, and you're tuned in to the number one rated business show with KC Pride. And we are back right here on the number one uh, rated business show on Real 1100 AM. iHeartRadio taking in all over the world. And y'all better hold on to your seats. You better get ready. Go get your notepads because it is time for the Wednesday Wealth Workout with Miss Stan Kemp. Miss Stan Kemp, are you there with us today? My God, I just love this energy. <laughs> so, so please give us the, the, the Wednesday Wealth Workout. Tell us uh, some great advice and some great tips today that we can start uh, building our wealth. Okay, well, what I got for you today is... Taxes. Tax, it's tax season, so we have to be smart about these taxes. So there are two things that I see people do all the time, and that's file late without an extension and pay late. Please understand that there's something called an underpayment or nonpayment penalty. we got to stop getting these penalties. So just because you do an extension does not mean that extends your payment. If you have a liability, a tax liability, and you know you have a tax liability, Best believe the IRS is charging you what's called a late payment penalty with that, even though you have filed an extension. So you have to pay your, your, your tax liabilities on the tax due date, which is April 18th for this wow. year. And when you don't, and when you, and when you file, if you owe this year, what the IRS also does that people fail to do is they take that number, let's assume you owed $5,000 in tax liability. The following year, they're going to assume all things equal and that you should be paying on a quarterly basis equivalent to $5,000. So that's twelve fifty a quarter you should be paying. Because what they also do the next year is that if you do not pay your tax taxes by the due date, you're not only going to get a, a late filing penalty, but you're also going to get what's called an underpayment penalty because wow. you did not pay the estimated taxes from the previous year. If it's your first year filing, then of course, then you get that first year waiver. But once you file thereafter, they do look at the previous year to estimate how much you should have paid in the in the preceding year for that year. So guys, be on top of your taxes, get with your tax professional, and that's why tax planning is important because the IRS is watching even though when you think you're not. Wow. You're going to learn today. <laughs> that, that is such amazing advice. Thank you so much. Now, now you mean to tell me, not only if you file it late, you're going to get a penalty for that, but if you don't pay enough, you also get a penalty for not paying at all. Absolutely. If wow. you ha They will look wow. at your previous year, and they, like I said, let's say in 2020, you had a $5,000 tax liability. So in 2021, you should be taking that as a, your lesson, if you will, to pay your quarterly taxes based on that previous year. Otherwise, you'll get an underestimated tax payment penalty. So there's several penalties that are out there that you can get hit with. Now, now what if, if we made a whole bunch of money in 2020, lost a whole lot of money in 2021? Do I get a break somewhere for that or no? 
Yes, actually you do. You do. So if you know there's going to be changes, so again, the IRS is assuming all things are equal. The only way you get a pass on that if there's a change, but let's say the reverse. So of course, if you, you have a benefit in the net, in the current year that you didn't have in the previous year, then that, that hit won't apply for you, but it will apply on the adverse. Let's say you did a five, you had a $5,000 liability and business went great as many have many people have experience with the after COVID and they actually made more money, which means they have a higher tax liability. Well, you have to, uh, you have to forecast that out and pay the adjusted amount because you can still get hit with that difference. Wow. Wow. So that's why planning is so important. That's why it's important to do a budget every year. So, you know, Hey, based on my, my plans for the business, I anticipate making an additional 50,000 this year. 60,000. So I have to forecast my taxes accordingly. Wow. Once again, uh, for our Wealth Wednesday workout, Miss Stan Kemp, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, anybody wants some consulting services, or maybe have you come in and speak and talk about some of these great uh, tax tips that you are giving us today, uh, how can folks get in contact with you? They can find me on Instagram. I am Stan Kemp. You can send me a message or hit me an e- send me an email at info at kempaccounting.com. All right. Thank you so much. And she will be rejoining us next Wednesday for more of these Wednesday Wealth Workout Tips. Yes. Now, now seeing how I got the money man in studio with us today uh, and, the, and the financial guru and expert, how important is that for us entrepreneurs to make sure that we got those taxes straight? Oh, it's, it's, it's a foundational thing. I mean, you got to really make sure your taxes are together. Matter of fact, as, as you go through the processing of qualifying for financing, uh, like with our organization, we look at you have to have the last three-year tax returns provided to us. Now, we can right now, since the new year just kind of came in, so we can we can skip like 2021, but should have 2020, 19, and 18 okay. already done. And that's part of the application process that you would submit, not only to our organization, but any organization you're going to be pretty much working with in terms of the loan program, not grants, but the loan program, requires you to show some kind of historical pattern as it relates to filing tax returns. Now, how do we look at the tax return? So uh, for a minute, I take a second to discuss, discuss that. So we look for what what is your uh, gross income on your tax return. And we do what is known as a global cash flow analysis. And the global cash flow, just for your benefit today, is, is, is we, we combine the business net profit or loss uh, with your, your, your personal um, uh, assets coming in revenue coming in uh, minus your debt liability. And so we're, we're, and what we're looking for when you actually ask for new money, we're looking for a, what is known as a one-to-one, at least a one-to-one ratio uh, that shows if you get the new money from us and uh, it's additional debt service going up, uh, are you still able to cover that at least one-to-one or higher, or is it going to be less than that? And, so, and, so global cash flow uh, factors in your personal financial situation mm-hmm. and the business situation. But people don't understand that. Say, well, I, I, my business was, was looking real good. Yeah, but you went out, you bought that new new Mercedes, and you you, you bought your <laughs> Lamborghini, and you know, and now you got the expenses going up, you know, and you got other things happening with maybe with your property, real estate. And oh, yeah. So uh, when you look at everything together, it's it's showing that you can't basically pay the debt. Okay. So you get turned down, and uh, a lot of financial institutions don't tell you. They just get to say, well, you've been turned down. 
Now, uh, but a lot, but that's a big part of it too. Now, a lot of folks nowadays preach business credit, business credit, <laughs> business credit, and a lot of stuff that I found, you know, being an entrepreneur stuff, a lot of stuff still relies on my own personal credit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even though I got a business, I got an EIN, you know, LLCs, all these yeah. type of different. Uh, things that you should have for your business, but a lot of stuff still relies on my personal credit. That's Why That's is correct. that? Well, because uh, the uh, the business is basically an extension of your 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 personal situation. Be honest with you. you okay. Know? So you look at the situation where, okay, yeah, like I said before, you could have a successful business, which I've seen applicants come in there. They may might have made two hundred thousand dollars profit margin. The business did. Okay. But when I look at their personal stuff. Let's be realistic. Now, you, you might have made $200,000, uh, but you, you might have you spent. But you spent two fifty. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You, you see what I'm saying? You know, so, so there's, there's, a, there's a direct connection between the two. Most people think it's separate. Well, I'm, I'm looking good. My, my, my personal credit score is, is high and that kind of thing. But when you look at everything else as it relates to your, the business activity might be low, and that offsets the personal stuff. Uh, or vice versa, the business is looking good, but the personal stuff is looking bad. That's why we, when you do this global cash flow analysis, you really factor in the two together, and that's really what most financial institutions look at. Uh, you know, so so it's, it's it's good to be to have both, uh, understand about both, and protecting both, and trying to grow both as you kind of go out and get financing. See, this is what I love. We, okay. we, we talking to a real bank today. You see what I'm yeah. saying? We ain't talking to one of them gurus. You just need to believe you're going to get this loan. <laughs> now, you better believe you better have your paperwork straight. Because if you don't. Have faith, brother. Have faith. Yeah. <laughs> well, which I'm not saying you're, you, need, you need to have faith in anything you do to be successful, of course. You oh, know, yeah. But, but, the, but the, the reality is that you have to understand, as I call them, the rules to the financial game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is a game. And, you know, oh, yeah. when in, any, any game you play – you have standards, you have goals, you have rules being set and guidelines being set. So the, the financial world is no different from that. If you, you cannot be a football player uh, on a basketball court mm-hmm. wow. or vice versa. Okay, it's too. You, no, that, you, you, that, can't, that, you, can't, you can't apply football go, uh, rules to the basketball rules. Oh, yeah. yeah. Game, you see what I'm saying? So you got you to you know, know the field you're operating on. Oh yeah, and and once the better you understand the field you're operating on, the better you you position yourself to be successful in business. I love that though, because you can't blitz on the basketball court for real, brother. Yeah, <laughs> no, like seriously, and and a lot of times, a lot of folks they come in, there, and another part that I didn't realize it, I think a lot of folks don't realize, banks don't just look at you know your personal credit. You can have all this stuff right, but your team might be messed up. It's like none of these people have the experience to do what y'all say y'all gonna do. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So we still a little shaky. Can you explain that to mm-hmm. folks? Yeah, I mean that's that's critical. I mean, we we look at the uh, the the makeup of your management team, for example. Let, let's say you, let's say you're, you're in business now, and you're doing a certain thing, and that, but you're applying for new financing because you feel you have the ability now to take that same team you got and be able to be successful in that new operation in terms of uh, revenue coming in. And so you look at the analysis and say, well, you know, according to what I'm looking at right now. I don't see where you have the the other individuals that's necessary in, uh, to make this dream become more of a reality. You see, so we look at uh, are you bringing somebody else in? So I, I, w- I would suggest to people one thing that we try to do when, I, when my clients is that you know we try to uh, p- pretty much give them the the information they need to know to have this particular request uh, approved. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's one thing to apply for financing, another thing to actually be approved for financing. Oh, yeah. And so uh, we kind of show them what what they need to get together in order to have a chance of being approved. 
Now, so, so if you're missing something, if I say, well, you know, I'm looking at what you got here, but you say you want to go in this new, this new, this new uh, um, market for your business, I don't see where you added someone to your team that can actually perform that for you. Oh, okay, wow. well, I see what you're saying. And they would go and maybe identify a person, and that adds it up. You know? Wow. So now, so personally, I don't know, I don't approve any money. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. He said, "Don't come we, at me for have, that." <laughs> right, right. So we we have a credit view committee, I know, but which actually consists of six commercial bankers, by the way. Okay. Uh, but they've been sensitized to what how we operate. Okay. And that okay. kind of thing. I know exactly what they're looking for, and so when I meet with with the clients, I tell the client, they, "If you can give me X, Y, and Z, or add X, Y, and Z, or, or or revise this part over here, okay, I think you can be able to, be able to move forward." And then the people that say, "Well, nah, I like I like what I got already. I want to just leave it the way it is." I say, "Okay, yeah, decline." And then and then, but, but the, one, <laughs> but the, one, the, the, one, the ones the, the ones that make the make the adjustments, I can move them forward. And pretty much, I say nine point five out of ten times, they're gonna get approved. Wow, you see, know? that's clutch though. I mean, because a lot of times, what happens is you go out and you look for funding, and they just tell you no. They tell you no. And right. they don't tell you how you can get it, which you can modify. They just say no. That's right. That's no explanation. Right. That's, right. that's right. So so I, 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 my philosophy has always been over the years, you know, is, is to uh, let people know what they need to do. Okay. You know, they have a chance, and, and that, and that, and which is one reason why our, our success ratio has been pretty high as relates to us taking deals before our committee to get approved. Okay. You know, that's, what, that's in that, you know, 95, 98%. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, possibility, and so we came up. We developed the first COVID revolving loan fund, COVID nineteen revolving loan fund, before the CARES Act even came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I designed that program for the city of Americus Lance Bottoms asked Invest Land to set up a a new program to help businesses that were that were initially facing the COVID nineteen for the first time in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And so within about two weeks, I had developed a program uh, for our organization in the city. And uh, and I set it up based upon what I knew needed to happen. So this is my, this is before the CARES Act even came out. So there was no okay. CARES money. DC was still working on uh, protocol and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I designed a program. We got 1.5 million dollars from the city, and we were able to make loans available uh, at thirty thousand dollars. And I personally put in at no interest rate. Okay. And I also personally put an option if, they, if the client wanted to get to get that. Up to uh, twelve months deferment. Okay. Okay. So this was before there was, there was no PPP, no special SBA money, that kind of thing on the table at all. And so, uh, given my background experience working with small businesses, you know, when when you had you have difficulties going on, the first first thing that you can get is uh, try to get a loan for eighteen fifteen percent, mm-hmm. and wow. try and try to survive during the pandemic. So I knew that, you know. So we got calls when it first came out with everything, and like the whole nation found out about it. And so we had calls from New York, Florida, California, Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, Cobb County, Gwinnett <laughs> County. Okay. You know, because they, cause they, nobody else was dealing in the zone of low interest, mm-hmm. no interest, mm-hmm. you know, deferred payment. You know, it was, it was like, it was like a special uh, creation. Mm-hmm. That the, the average lenders, they, 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 first of all, they had no interest in that kind of stuff, you know. But, yeah. but that, but that was what that was what that was needed at that time, and then you know, uh, then basically everybody else uh, pretty much began to model that, and the CARES Act came out, 
at you know at like one SBA money one percent million dollars you can get for one percent deferments for six months a year okay. or that kind of thing you know but I, I do say that a lot of that was uh, was example from us because uh, uh, we we did we did share with those other municipalities how we did it okay you know along the line along the line but the thing is that uh, you know I think it, it takes a, a, having a special concern and interest in, in assisting yeah. and, and providing equity uh, throughout the community. Uh, to all people in that particular area. Okay. Now, uh, joining us to the program very, very quickly, uh, he is known uh, for his 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 financial prowess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's from ClarkOnMoney.com. Uh, joining us on the line right now is Mr. Bobby Clark. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? How are you doing on this on this Wealth Wednesday workout, sir? I'm doing fantastic. And how are you doing? It is wonderful to have you on the program. You're sitting here talking with the money man himself, uh, Mr. Lonnie Sabor. Oh, that's great, then. How you doing, Lonnie? Hey, doing fine. How you doing, Clark? I'm doing great, man. Good, good. Now, now uh, Bobby, I see that you're a personal finance uh, coach uh, and, and a very powerful figure in your own right. Please give us a few tips on what you think some entrepreneurs should be doing right now in order to, to increase and scale through financing their business. Well, one of the, one of the main things they can do, and I recommend this to uh, anyone, not only business owners but also individuals, is uh, track your money. You must know what's coming in, when it's coming in, how much is coming in, and also uh, what's going out, uh, when it goes out, where it's going, uh, and, and to whom. And in that way, you have a better idea of staying abreast and staying on, on top of your, your finances. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, how important are those taxes? Because I think that's one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs overlook, or a lot of times they try to dodge some taxes, especially for a few years when they're getting started. How important is taxes uh, when we start talking about, you know, being able to get a, additional funding and finance for your business? Well, in, in regards to taxes, taxes is very important because that's like a bill. Uh, you're going to have to pay those taxes. And one of the ways that I would recommend that people – or uh, set themselves up for paying taxes is when that revenue comes in, uh, you should already know your tax bracket. Set aside that percentage into a, uh, a fund or a category uh, just for taxes so that when taxes are, are due, you will have the funds uh, already available because you have pulled them out of the revenue mm-hmm. and you can pay them without having to, uh, to, to borrow money or... or or to be stressed out about how you're going to pay them, or use money, or use funds that are been set aside for something else. Yeah. Set your tax funds aside when the revenue comes in. Now, one question that I have um, in regards to taxes and funding for for you as well as Lonnie, you know, uh, where do you go to actually educate yourself properly on it? And and let me unpack that. So we got the street accountants that are telling you do this do this do this i made all this money on ppp or i made all this that that. yeah (laughs) and then you've got your accountants and bookkeepers that you have but they may be accountants and bookkeepers on paper but they're not really advising you on how to grow so like lonnie was saying it is a game and you don't know the rules you don't even know it's a game how do you get in the game and know the rules and how to play it correctly is that question for me, sir? Yes. Yeah. Well, one of the things you, you, know, you touched on a, a little bit of it, and that's having qualified people around you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things you want to do as as a uh, as business owner, uh, you, you may want to get a um, a mentor. You may want to get a coach uh, for your finances or bookkeeper, accountant. It depends on just how much revenue you're, you're coming in. You, you know, if you're starting out, you may not have much revenue, mm-hmm. and maybe you can do it yourself. But at some point in time, you're going to have to, uh, as your business grow, you will have to pass those uh, responsibilities and those tasks on to to people who are more qualified to do it than you are, or who may have uh, more time. Maybe you as a CEO will uh, want to devote more time overseeing things versus hands-on so much. So mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who are knowledgeable and who can do those tasks that you are not that very, that very good at or you don't. Mm-hmm. I have the time to do. Now, are there any type of uh, pre-qualifications that you should look for in finding those people to put around you? Because, like I said, the information may come and it may be misinformation. Um, And as a business owner, you have so much going on. You have so many other things you have to do. Getting that right person, let, let me put it like this, knowing what good looks like, you might not know. So you might say, well, they have CPA behind their name. They know what they're doing or they're going to advise me correctly. And then you retain them and find out that they just call you during tax time saying, when are you going to come in for your appointment? <laughs> now, yeah, sure. uh, one of the things you can do is, is uh, ask for recommendations, ask, mm-hmm. ask for uh, testimonials from the person that you are considering hiring for your taxes. Interview them. Ask those tough questions about their experience, what are their values are. Uh, what are their goals are and things like that. Just have a conversation with them, and that will tell you so much about if that's the right fit for you. A lot of times when you're talking to people, you will feel that synergy. And if that synergy is not there, then that may not be the person that you're looking to work with. Okay. Wow. Lonnie, you, you can hear that too. I think, I think the fact, fact is you need to look at uh, we have so many different organizations, like the Atlanta Business League, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a list of uh, certified CPAs and accountants who have been experienced, and then they know their clients, too. So uh, as you become more engaged with uh, other business organizations and that network, uh, word of mouth is very important because word of mouth is saying this is, a, this is a business person who's used this person, who was using this person, and they can guarantee that, hey, they, they know X, Y, and Z. So I think uh, don't, don't, don't over, overlook that important part of it, too, because you're right. People say, well, yeah, I, I, I'm a bookkeeper, but, you know, but do you know what you're doing? <laughs> so you yeah. got you to look wow. at and make sure that uh, this person is actually qualified to be of assistance to you. Now, I also got a lot of questions coming in from social media right now. Lonnie, this one's for you. Uh, what should we be thinking about when we are building a company today? What, what needs to be on our team? What does that team actually need to look like when we, talk, when we start talking about building a serious company uh, this day and age? Yeah, I think number uh, well, one of the most important things is, is having a a financial person part of your team, an in-house person that deals with your, your financing uh, for the company. Uh, uh, a lawyer uh, might just be not be it might not be a, a team lawyer, but it might be someone you have a relationship with who can help you out. Even even if you're just getting started with a corporation, if you want to do an Inc, you want to do an LLC partnership, they can help you kind of uh, think through that whole uh, S corporation. They can help you think through that whole process of what it looks like and what you need to do uh, uh, legally to kind of get things set up like that. And then you got to look at your, I think, your overall team based on where you are right now. Even if you haven't uh, identified a person, a person uh, within your business plan development, you should have, have identified the, the, the different positions that you need to make available. 
And sometimes you start now, you might not be able to uh, off the off the off the gate be able to bring these people on, but you know who these who these positions you're trying to fill are, and you start to do an outreach along those as you kind of get started. So I think those are some of the, the key things I would I would suggest. And then then looking at um, you know your hours of operation, are you going to be 24 hours, 12 hours, whatever? And uh, what what is the team and what is the need right now in terms of dealing with you? Uh, having a management team that might be successful. And then also, if you're looking at maybe uh, doing a franchise and doing several franchises, um, like I, I worked with a gentleman named Howard Spiller who brought the first Wendy's franchise into Atlanta. And uh, he started off with one store, ended up, I think, with my, at the high point, about five or six. But he had, at some point along the line, he had developed a management team. I'm working with Nanstop, the Indian, Indian restaurant in Atlanta now. And we financed. Uh, all three of their locations. Wow. And right now they're looking uh, this, and, and starting to set up this little management team and they will allow them to actually even expand and do more and be, to become their own franchisor situation. So it, it's all based upon you having to start with your business plan. Now, now I'm going to say this about business plan. Business plan is, is like a plant. Mm-hmm. It should grow. So you might start off, with, this is your business plan, this is what you want to do to get level one. But as you grow and expand, now you're on level two, you need to have a business plan for that second level, which might require you to have uh, additional expertise being brought on, additional workers being brought on, wow. and different ways to market uh, your, 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 your company's information, that sort of thing. So all that is part of the development plan. So don't look at, look at your business plan as just being something that you fixed 10 years ago and that was it. <laughs> you know, uh, Look at it as you reach certain uh, goal benchmarks within the structure of your organization, you need to add on another layer of folks. Okay. Now, I got, I got time for one more uh, before we got to get out of here. Uh, last question. Uh, this one's going to you once again. Uh, Lonnie, uh, they want to know is, I got a great idea, but I have not actually started my business yet. Do I Can I get funding now, or do I need to get out there and actually start making some money before I can uh, get funded for my business? Well, the first thing you need to do is pull together your business plan. And, and your business plan, that could be the Urban League, a small Business Development Center at, at Georgia State. We've been in communication with them for a lot. And then even today, with all this money that Invest Atlanta has, if you're looking to go into business in the city of Atlanta, uh, we have some TA uh, advisors uh, that's part of our team right now uh, that's working with this money. We just I just mentioned about the Renaissance grant money, uh, but it's also some other layers associated with that now, which is why I tell people that, this is the day's time is unbelievable. You talk about reparations, you miss your reparations, you didn't get your 40 acres and you get your mule. Uh, right now you you got a, a Mercedes, you got a you got a Lamborghini in terms of assistance <laughs> on money Everywhere. and TA. I mean it's like it's a, I I I've never <laughs> seen that like this. I'm, I'm serious about this. Wow. I've never ever seen what's going on right now in America in 2020, 2021 and 2022. Wait a minute. Wait. It's time. Yes, well, Bobby, what, do you, what is your um, answer for that same question real quick? Uh, for someone getting started that wants to get their finances straight, what would you advise? Well, in terms of getting the finances uh, real uh, straight, uh, one of the things you want to do, a lot of times when people start a business, they may not have enough funding to carry their business through the short time or through the times that are starting uh, starting up. So you want to be sure if you have enough funding to carry you through the startup and through the rough times, because at some point in time you're gonna you're gonna need some extra money. Most times people start a business, they may think that 
was not going to is not going to charge so much, or not going to cost so much. But the the real idea is typically it costs more than you expected to, to cost. So when you do do your business plan, you be sure that you uh, calculate it out where the funding would be sufficient that you can weather the storm that's going to come. Okay. Okay. Wow. Bobby, you know, we're going to have to get you back uh, and, and have you on for a longer period of time, man, so you can talk and give us a little bit more of your financial advice. Uh, we're going to get in contact with you uh, very soon so we can get you back on the program so we can uh, just kind of go through it with you, brother. Uh, we appreciate okay. you calling in today, and definitely, uh, you have been a great, great guest. Yeah, and let, us, let everyone know how they can contact you. You can contact me. Um, uh, my, my website is ClarkOnMoney.com. I'm available there, and also... Uh, ClarkOnMoney.com uh, on LinkedIn, or you can call me uh, 912-421-9305, or email me at Bobby at ClarkOnMoney.com. All right, Thank ClarkOnMoney.com. You. Thank, you, Thank you so much for joining. You're welcome. And last but not least, before we get out of here, once again, uh, 2022 Georgia Minority Business Award recipient, uh, Lonnie Sabor. It, it, it take a thank brother you, work to get this type of award, brother. Like for real. <laughs> he been doing it from since '79, bro. That's a, that's a lot of money that done went through his hands. You know what I was doing time. in '79? What? Lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> Say lunch money, Mark. <laughs> hey, we got we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it has been another episode of the real. Uh, it's been another episode of the number one rated business show right here on the real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, checking in all over the world. Thank y'all so much for joining. For the quote of the day, real quick. While money can't buy happiness, it certainly lets you choose your own form of misery. That's right. <laughs> you, you can rent a lot of smiles with some money. Somebody said, uh, anybody uh, said that money don't buy happiness, they don't know where to shop at. <laughs> hey, that's the truth. I know broke. I know how broke feel. Ladies and gentlemen, follow us right here on Instagram at I am KC Pride. And Mr. Marketology. And uh, once again, right here for the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio is the number one show. Number one rated business show. In the world. In the world. We'll be back tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> you keep saying 11. You want to get go right, bro? You want to go? You, you want to? We need two hours. That's all. You need to sleep. Well, didn't break me. Make me better. I believe that. Together. Let's go. Striving for greatness, at the same time keeping my patience. Can't be racing to no early grave, I'm cool with just pacing. I can drop at any given time, I'm holding my aces. I see disappointment all in their faces. Hi, this is Dr. Williams with Align for Life Wellness. I want to invite you to our new office at 1800 Jonesboro Road in Atlanta. Come in for a consultation, examination, therapy, and x-ray all for just $100. What? Yes, $100. This offer expires soon, so call us to schedule at 404-383-1110 or find us on the web at www.yourfinespine.com. If you want to be fine, take care of your spine. We're open late.